Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey everybody, it's Jim Troth and Laura Troth, the office goddess. Hi everyone. We are here with the Standing Out How podcast today. We're going to talk about a, a situation we had the other day where we had a person call us. They were not a, a client, but they called us because he could not get two. He tried calling two industrial hygienists to come help him out. <laughs> get and, this. And they re- and, go ahead, Laura. <laughs> they, they refused to come out. Because they needed, they 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 needed to know what was wrong, but they didn't know what was wrong because they needed to test, and so they refused to come out and try to help him. Correct. So that's the story we're going to talk about. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. Okay, Laura. So this guy called us. He so he and having, his wife yeah. are living in a camper. They had purchased this house and were uh, rehabbing it. He, he he was a professional rehabber. He was a professional rehabber, so they were doing this house for themselves. This was this was going to be their forever home, and they were doing some work in the basement, getting ready to finish it up. And he used some paint, and I can't think of the brand name of it. Doesn't matter. But he bought it this year, and after they put this paint on. They started having problems in there and his wife had problems first. And I, I've noticed most women tend to be more sensitive to smells earlier than guys do. Such delicate creatures. And it took <laughs> him longer, but he was starting to have problems from it also. So he does some digging into this paint and finds out that five years ago it was discontinued. But, but they're still, still selling it. It's still available. And they did that with asbestos also. You right. could no longer manufacture materials made of asbestos back in the 70s, early 70s. Yeah. But if you had stuff already made with asbestos, you, didn't you have could to still continue it. to sell it. You, know, you use up everything you got. We know it's bad to have it floating in the air. Use but you up, could keep using yeah, it. Keep, yeah, use up your stock. So he, he and his wife are sick in this house. And they just did a lot of work on it. Yeah. And it's still in process. Still in process, still haven't completely unpacked stuff, and they can't spend more than a few minutes in there without getting sick. So we did a VOC and a formaldehyde well, test. He called. He tried to get. Okay. He so tried yeah. to get some industrial hygienists to come in and. He called do, two different do some ones. Testing to find out what's going on, what's in the house. And they told him that they couldn't come out without knowing what the problem was. But the problem was not knowing what the problem is. The problem was not knowing and that he needed testing so that he could figure out what he needed to do. I'm curious as why the industrial hygienist wouldn't come out and do the testing. I mean, I think 
I thought that was part of their job. But I may be wrong on that. Maybe I'm, I'm not understanding what an industrial hygienist does. Or they just clean up issues. But they need to know. Th- well, I th- I'm I th- sorry. If I'm an industrial hygienist and my job is to clean something up, I'm going to have some kind of verification that this is, this the, is problem. the problem. And I'd, I'd want to do that myself. Or no, it came from some something reliable. So two industrial hygienists. Refused to help. Refused to come out because they did not know what the issue was up front. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, So then he called us. He called us. And we, of course, went out. We, like, it was very strong just walking into the house. We could smell this, yeah. You you could definitely smell it. And there was a camper, a nice camper, but there was a camper out in the driveway. And that's what they've been living in because they really cannot breathe that air. And I could breathe it. When it first went in, I could smell, all right, there's, yeah, there's, so some, could I. there's some odd outgas in there. So we went ahead and we did a VOC and a formaldehyde, and both of them came back really high. Okay. And actually, the one came back high for, like, paint-type issues and um, glue for, like, PVC pipes when you're joining them together. He had done some plumbing work or something in the yep. basement. So that made perfect Makes sense. sense. So what we actually talked about was the fact that in the basement, like there wasn't like a direct heat source to make that basement get hot and then to make the airflow out of the house because there's a process called baking the house where if you get the, the house, that area where that formaldehyde or that VOC is really hot, it pulls it out of that material faster and then you open up your windows and you get it out so that all of that gunk is out of your house. So with our testing, we're able to identify what the substances are and what are, he needed elevated, to do. And, and then we give him some tips on how to yeah. help clear the house of the VOCs and the formaldehyde, which yeah. is also a VOC, I believe. It is, but for some reason, the material that they use for the main test doesn't pick up formaldehyde so that's why they have that second vial that you have to do oh we'll, we'll do another podcast where we specifically talks about vocs and what they look for and well maybe some some examples and then harm that they can cause yeah because a lot of people do not know what voc is just like radon people are like i don't know what radon is I, I talked to a seller the other day i was doing a test and he he had no idea. He knew it was a gas. That's all. That's all he knew. Nice guy. And he's like, "Oh, okay." When I kind of explained to him, but VOCs, same thing. You probably see it on your when you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, and you buy something. They go, "Hey, this is low VOC paint." What's I, that? I have no idea. Well, it must be good if it's low because they're advertising it. Don't know. They don't know. Well, what I it don't is. think VOCs <clears throat> were really well known or really thought about much until that whole fiasco with uh was that lumber liquidator i'm not certain it it may have been but there was a a company made laminate flooring and they had too much formaldehyde that all their their products were outgassing formaldehyde people were getting really sick getting sick from that there was an issue also they used to make uh i think they still do it was a spray foam expanding foam it had too much urea. It had urea in it. Urea from outside, and it and it made people sick. And actually, when they spray, if they do a expanding foam for a house, 
there's two chemicals that they mix together, and then that makes the foaming action. That's okay. how they, they insulate. Great stuff for sealing off leaks in the house, for making it really airtight, which is also a cause of problems because everything's very airtight. But if that mixture's not correct, you got a lot of outgassing, and people get sick from that as well. Oh. In fact, I saw a documentary where they the mix was wrong, and they sprayed foam the attic space. Okay, the whole attic space. And there's really nothing they could do other than rip the entire roof structure off. The sheathing, the trusses, just basically pulled the whole roof off this house and had to put a brand new roof on it because that's the only way to get rid of the stuff. It smelled that much down into the house? Yes, yes. So did the company pay for that new roof? Company, it went through litigation, but yeah, company eventually taught, had, they, 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 they took care of it. Wow. But they, it was like very, they never had that issue before. They're like, it was brand new. So they had, they had to figure out is this actually what's going on. And somehow the mix wasn't right. That, uh, that spray foam, that expanded foam they had, um, I don't know if it's isonine. There's always, there's different types, but it was not the proper mix. It had a strong smell. Everybody was sick. Same thing. They had to live out of the house. They couldn't live there. And this look went on for a long, couple of years. Well, I imagine if it went through litigation, that's yep. not, a quick thing. <clears throat> nope. So. That sucks. So the, the VOC is pretty much everywhere. But just because I had an agent one time, he did not want, he, he, he thought it would be a worthless test for the person to have done because you, because he thought you couldn't do anything about it. I'm like, no, 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 there, there are things you can do to help absorb it, to pull it out of the air, to get and, rid and of help, it. help it, you know, be, uh, released from the process and have that. And we'll talk about that in the next podcast or in an upcoming podcast. What products have it, how to release it, how to absorb it. We can talk about that stuff, but he, he thought it wasn't, there's nothing you could do. So he was one of his clients to be unaware there is an issue because they, they couldn't do anything about it. I'm like, I wow. thank you. If you want, if you know that's an issue, you would make, you want that determination or make that decision to go, do I want to live in this house that has elevated these chemicals? Do I want to live in this house with my kids or not? Versus, nope. Don't know. Don't know. I'm an ostrich. I'm sticking my head in the sand no. and just not paying attention. Well, I heard, I overheard a class yesterday, a radon class. People were trying to, were buying a house. And, yes. and this, and this, this goes exactly the same thing as the VOC. Right. It does. So the woman was, was pregnant, pregnant. And this is, this is not true, but her parents convinced her that radon can cause miscarriage. Totally not true. Totally nothing, not true. Totally not nothing true. to do with pregnancy. And the house did have high radon, so they passed on that house, even though radon is easy to fix. Well, and the the seller was going to put in a mitigation system, like That's they crazy. agreed to. So then on the next house they bought, they decided not to get a test for it because they'd rather not know. And they didn't like that house as much as they liked the first house. Yeah. It's always best to know. So VOCs... If you have somebody who's living in your household and they're feeling sick, especially in certain areas of the house, we've had we've done testing for people who are just like or certain times of day. Certain times, yeah, we have a certain times of the day. Um, 
consider having a company come in and do a VOC test, an indoor air quality test to see what's going on. Because it's, they're always going to be sick if they don't figure out what the issue is. They don't get it taken care of. And, and they could get worse. It could cause permanent damage. It, yes. VOCs can cause permanent damage. You can get hypersensitivity if you've been exposed to stuff for a while also. So we'll talk more about that. But yeah, VOCs, everything's go to industrial hygienists to get things taken care of. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently they, hygienists, I think, is cleaning. Like a dental hygienist. Uh, so, so do they just clean, but they but they don't determine what's wrong because they don't want the liability. I thought that they had stuff that they did for like companies to help keep chemicals and stuff work environment down, safe. like work yeah. environment safe. We should find an industrial hygienist and talk to them. Keep tuned. <laughs> we will try and find that for our next podcast. Can I see what's, what what's going on with them because they they're, they're not going to do testing, but we yeah. do. Maybe, yeah, maybe industrial hygienists. Contact us and we'll do their testing for them and help then them. Then that way they'll know what's on. going on. Because I can see in some way, we'll do, we do rate on testing, but we will not do rate on mitigation. Right. Even though we're going to have a license as mitigators, mitig- license mitigator, we will never do mitigation. Maybe industrial hygienists will go, I will not do testing because I want to do the cleanup. They maybe they see that as a conflict of interest. So, Right, that, that, but that's, that's fine. not how they worded it to him. He may so. he may word a little bit differently. I don't know. Yeah, so we'll find we'll, an we'll industrial hygienist. We'll, we'll we'll get back. We'll discuss. So anyway, yes. everybody have a great week. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcast to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time. Learn and go do stuff.